Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. So here we are already in July, which is crazy. Like, how did that creep up on us so fast, right? I feel like I say this at the beginning of every month. The calendar changing and the seasons changing can create a lot of different emotions for people, which I did talk about back in January when I did an episode on resetting, but I want to readdress a lot of that here. Sometimes the the calendar changing is exciting, right? Because we have a new clean slate. And for all those recovering perfectionists like me out there, we have a new opportunity to distance ourselves from our perceived failures of the past. But new months, especially milestone months, right? Like January, which is the start of the new year, September, which is the start of the new school year, um, July, which represents the halfway point in the year, can also be really anxiety inducing if you're anything like me. Like at a few points throughout the year, our culture tells us that it's okay to stop and reflect for a hot minute on the time that has passed. It makes us realize that maybe we've gotten so wrapped up in life that the days and the weeks and the months just seem to roll into each other. And now here we are six months later, and maybe we're not where we thought we would be by this point. And if this is you, please keep listening. You're not alone. And that's why I want to take a different approach to mid-year anxiety in today's episode. Because the truth is, we're all different people than we were at the beginning of the year, whether we realize it or not. It's the cultural pressure. It's the black and white thinking that makes us feel like if we're not accomplishing big things every single day, then we're failing. We often set these completely unrealistic goals for ourselves. And don't take into account the other factors that are coming into play in our lives. We just assume that if we don't do it, if we don't accomplish this goal, that we're to blame when things don't go as planned. And the concept of time here is huge because if we put pressure on ourselves to do big things in a very short period of time with so many factors working against us, Of course, we're going to feel like there's something wrong with us. It's not humanly possible to perform according to our own expectations, right? But when we put time limits on ourselves, it makes it just that much harder. I did an episode a while back on the concept of time and scarcity. When we think there's not, or the week or the year to get something done, of course, there's not going to be enough. But maybe if we lower the bar just a little bit, We lower those expectations. And instead of saying, we're going to do exactly this, maybe instead we just accept tiny incremental baby steps as wins, right? Like it's progress, not perfection. 
I think it's really important to go through the exercise that I'm about to describe. Um, Instead of looking at the last six months and focusing on all the things that you didn't accomplish or get done, I think we need to look at this process another way. So let's review the year with, or the, the year, the half year, right? The last six months with the idea that we're going to release the old stuff that isn't working for us, replenish our energy and ourselves and refocus right, and realign with those original intentions and how we want to feel. And again, the whole focus here is intention. How do we want to feel? And we need to have the self-awareness for this to work. We need to be continuously tuning in and listening to what our bodies and our souls are telling us. So we need to be quiet. We need to reconnect with that inner voice because it's always changing, right? We need to be aligning towards what it's calling us to do and expanding and growing and allowing ourselves to do that. So what does this look like? I think it's a really important exercise to do this because it gives us space from the expectations that we put on ourselves and it gives us better clarity on where we're going, right? So the first thing that we need to do is a brain dump. We need to take out a piece of paper and write down what was good and what was not so good over the last six months, right? And start to notice those initial thoughts because our initial thoughts are probably going to be pretty judgmental. And if they are, we got to release them because if we focus on the negative or what we didn't get done, we manifest the negative. I've talked about this before. It will be more of the same, right? So this is your chance to let go, to decide what you want to throw out, what hasn't been working over the last six months, and what you might want to rearrange, right? What do you like but might need to be tweaked a little bit and done differently? And what this does is it allows us to create space for new thoughts for the second half of the year. It's so easy to focus on the stuff that didn't go well in this process, right? Again, because our brains are wired for the negative. Our brains are wired to to judge ourselves and to be harsh on ourselves. But we also need to to take into consideration the good things that have happened, the things that we're proud of, and celebrate those as well. And while we're doing this, we absolutely need to recognize the challenges that we faced right? Because we have, we all have, we've dealt with things personally and with our family, with health. I mean, there's a pandemic still, and we need to kind of recognize how we've had to pivot during these last six months. We need to be able to honor ourselves for everything that we've overcome, whether we've done that with grace or we've struggled at certain times, right? Because (laughs) I've, I've done both. It's so powerful to recognize the duality in this, right? And the, in the complexity of our lives, we need to be able to acknowledge not just the things that we didn't do, but the things that we've dealt with that have gotten in the way as well. This is not just failure in a silo, 
which is what we tend to do to ourselves. It's what we tend to, to think, right? We need to be able to allow ourselves to see the full picture here, the complexity of everything that's going on in our lives, not just the one-dimensional black and white failure or success. I've had so many challenges this year myself, right? My father died in March. Um, I've been dealing with some behavioral challenges with my kids, which has created a lot of stress and tension on myself and on my marriage, right? My husband is trying to change careers, which has created a lot of stress there as well. And yet, I somehow still find myself putting all this pressure on myself to never yell at my kids, to have incredibly productive days at work, to eat super healthy, to run five miles every day. Again, right? Like as if I'm a robot and not a human with raw emotions and feelings and struggles, right? So let's give ourselves a little credit for that. As I alluded to before, we also need to put some serious consideration into who we are now because we are not the same person that we were when the year started, right? Let's take a minute to think about this. Who were you then? And who are you now? How have your thoughts and your beliefs and your kind of automatic autopilot feelings changed? Because when we recognize that, we recognize that there's been some serious growth and we need to pause and celebrate the person that we've become, right? Like maybe you are a teeny tiny bit clearer on what you want than you were six months ago, right? Maybe you're clearer on who you are than you were six months ago. I think it's really powerful to look at who you are now in relation to who you were just a few months ago. You probably aren't where you thought you'd be, right? And that's perfectly okay. Nobody really is. Six months is not that long a time. But, but huge shifts don't happen overnight, right? So even if you've made some progress, even just the tiniest bit, then that's amazing. And we need to recognize that. I think sometimes we forget to celebrate the little things because we're so focused on the big things. But I'm learning that life is all about the little things. The big things are what are, you know, socially celebrated and what we think about when we think about accomplishing goals. But that's so ass backwards, which is why we need to celebrate something every single day, right? Like my youngest son didn't pee his pants at camp today. I'll take it. We made it through a weekend with family and didn't get into a huge fight massive win, right? Remember here, it's progress, not perfection, which is, which, you know, actually why the little things, we seem to like conveniently forget about them because we think that we're going to live for those big special moments, but the big special moments are very few and far between. And we're just going to disappoint ourselves if we're waiting and waiting and waiting for those things to happen, right? Which brings me to my last point here which is we need to consider our intention for who we want to become. And again, you know, I know it doesn't seem like a long time, but in six months, as I just mentioned, we're going to be completely different people 
than we even are now, right? So if we know that we're going to be somebody different, let's be really intentional around who that is and what that person looks like. Literally visualize it, right? If you're somebody who craves peace, like I do, literally picture yourself in a stressful, in a stressful situation and you remaining calm. Again, when we usually do these kind of exercises, we look at the big things in life, right? We're looking at like, we're visualizing, what does that job, that new job look like? What is that um, big goal that we want? What about that house that we've always wanted or the big vacation that we've always wanted? When we visualize it, that's what we tend to think about. But what about the little things, like how we feel throughout the day? What about the shifts that we'd like to see in the way that we handle everyday stressors, right? Like imagine for a minute, the version of you who doesn't get triggered by something your mother-in-law says about your parenting or not reacting when your four-year-old only wants to eat chicken nuggets for breakfast and you're battling the inner perfectionist who feels like a terrible mother if your kid isn't eating a traditional breakfast food and a perfectly balanced meal. Or what about Imagining the version of you who doesn't immediately beat herself up when she forgets something or makes a mistake at work. These may seem like nothing, right? But these are actually the massively big things. And this is what's going to move the needle when it comes to making shifts in your life. If you're only focused on the big things, you're going to be pretty often disappointed and frustrated by yourself because, you know, the, the, you're going to think that the ordinary everyday things aren't good enough, right? So everything that I'm talking about here is the ideal. It's something that we strive for. It's not something that we should expect from ourselves tomorrow or next week, or honestly, even in six months, because we're not perfect. We're human. And We've all that life that's happened for us between you know January and now is going to happen again, probably times six, right, in the next six months. So we need to be open and flexible for things like that to come into our lives. And as a result, we need to approach this process with again massive amounts of self compassion. It's not about how much we've accomplished; it's about how we feel. I've noticed some shifts for myself over the last few months. And some days I do a really good job at it. Other days, not so much. But I'm realizing that I'm starting to make tiny little incremental shifts. And this is a process. I have to keep reminding myself of that. It's not about what we can accomplish in a year or in a six-month period. It's about the person who we're becoming. And we need to take some time every so often, I think more frequently than six months, to take a step back and honor that because we are way more than our accomplishments. All right. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you liked today's episode. And um, if you enjoyed this or resonated at all with it, please feel free to share it with a friend. And again, it would be amazing if you could write me a review on Apple Podcasts because that's how I can reach more people. 
And honestly, please feel free to check me out uh, or check out my private Facebook group, the Money Mind, the Mindful Money Mamas. Uh, if you want to connect with other women who are doing the same thing, I'm going to be posting more information on the podcast and all kinds of inspiration and really just connecting as a community of like-minded women who are in this together. All right. Thank you so much, you guys. I'll talk to you next time.